What's up, Cartel? Davey Wavy coming at you again for another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. Tonight we got the lovely B joining us. That's B-E-E. She is a energy healer and a clairvoyant and a Reiki uh, worker. And, um, you know, I just reached out to her because I loved her positive energy and uh, we had such an awesome conversation. Um, so we get into like what she does for a living and her breaking out of the matrix and doing what she's got to do now. And, uh, also, uh, dreams and stuff like that. Uh, she kind of wanted to get on the last episode, uh, with dreaming of the apocalypse, but, uh, she found out, uh, I already had somebody else. So, so I let her, you know, talk about her dreams that she had and stuff like that. So it's cool, you know, like we just kind of connected really well and uh, it was great. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, I just want to, you know, give a shout out to uh, all you guys who have been listening. Uh, I haven't put as many episodes out lately uh, as I have uh, so quickly, but I want to thank you guys so much for listening because uh, I see the, the play the play counts racking up and it's just like holy shit like i'm just super thankful for you guys and thank you so much anyway without further ado uh smoke a dube crack a beer do what you got to do uh relax and enjoy the show thank you welcome back to another episode of the red pill cartel i am your host davy wavy and tonight i have the very lovely b here and she is a energy healer and a clairvoyant, and much, much more. B, how are you? Hello, Davey. Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? Thank you for and having me on the show. It's a pleasure. Very, I'm very good. And uh, yeah, we we kind of uh, touched base a little bit here and there over like the past few months or so, right? So mm-hmm. watching yeah, your definitely. streams and uh, yeah, I just love your energy. So that's if, if I pick up on somebody's energy. I want to get them on the show and that's why I reached out to you. So yes, awesome. Thank you so much. And yes, definitely. I've definitely seen your support and have been feeling the love. So I appreciate that. Um, you know what? And actually it's funny because the other day I did see you post about um the dreams and if anyone wanted to get on the cast. And I I really did see it. And I was like, oh. I should mention, I have had those kind of dreams too, but then I realized that you had got uh, someone to get on with you. Um, I did, yeah, like the next day. (laughs) Yes, I know. So like, in all seriousness, I was just like, wow, you really reached out to me and it's just perfectly aligned for me. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Like, seriously, Mm -hmm. that's totally, we could do another episode on on dreams too. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you're probably, uh, like well-versed in that kind of area. We can even yeah. talk about it if you want, jeez. Yeah, no, actually, that would be great. I I, can, <laughs> I guess touch on too, I do lucid dream and I can remember a lot of my dreams um, in general. Same here, same here. Yes, yeah. oh, that's a good discussion, I'm just saying. I don't know if we want to table it, but I got you on the <laughs> <one> too. <laughs> okay, well, let's just start off with uh, what it is that you do for a living. 
Yeah. Okay. So um, I am actually very happy to say within the last month or two, I got out of the corporation world. <laughs> so I am my own business. I have my own business and I'm my own business owner for my spiritual business, uh, Be Really Channeling. Um, and I am clairvoyant. I work with energy. So I do Reiki. I also do meditations and lead meditations for deep healing. Um I read cards. I uh, co-create with spirit and the divine to um, do like candle magic and other things like that just to help with healing and connecting back to ourselves, you know, because we've I feel like the last few years of our life has been turned up fucking side down. Um, and, Absolutely. You know, it, it's really time. Wait, I feel like You can feel free to swear all you want on here. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, yeah yeah it's love and light for sure but i'm also gonna be real okay <laughs> of course um but yeah you know i just feel like it's definitely a, a beautiful and major time to just take our power back as people you know personally and collectively and really being able to feel fulfilled and be happy in the life that we have and not just live what we're told to live yeah, yeah connect, with, connect with connect with other people, uh, like-minded people who can uh, help support you do what you do, and then you you help support them with what they do in return, right? Yes, absolutely. It's not really, really that hard of a concept, but right. <laughs> you don't do it because we're so locked into this matrix, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And that's, you know, what I feel like too. Like I said, um, so I recently got out of my day job. And I was working in title. So I was doing that for like six, almost seven years. And What's that's, title? Title is um, title insurance. So when people go to buy homes or when they want to sell oh, their okay. homes. Yeah. So deep in real estate, um, you know, I was working with attorneys and realtors on just a daily basis and a lot of high stress and long hours. And it just... It wasn't that I couldn't do the job, you know, I did it well and I did it for a long time. It um, just sucked your soul. Yeah, but it sucked my <laughs> soul. That's exactly right. Yeah, it wasn't fulfilling. Which is um, what most us do. Yes, it, <laughs> I know. Resting everything on people because, you know, oh, I gotta, you know, we're, we're all slaves, man, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, how like, are we gonna pay the bills? Slaves. How are we gonna take care of the family? Our job yep. suck. We barely yeah. make enough money to pay the bills and the rent. We got nothing left over. Uh, yeah. Kudos to those who do. Yeah. Uh, not me, man. I'm, you know, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I'm barely living paycheck to paycheck. And it's like, what the yeah. hell am I doing, dude? Yeah, I feel you. And, you know, I guess that's what really kind of pushed me over the edge when I just felt like, you know, I know where my heart is. I know where my passions are when it comes to, you know, what makes me happy. And I love helping people. Like, that's my number one thing. I love to help people. Um, you know, when I was a kid, like, everybody always says when you're in school, they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, do you want to be an astronaut, a police officer, a doctor? I feel like those are the top ones, right? Yeah, um, but those are also the things that society wants you to be. Right, right. No, exactly. And I never you know, wanted any of those things. Yeah, no, right. And when I was a kid, like, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, oh, I want to be a doctor, right? Because they are like the ultimate healers out here. 
Okay. You go to them when you're dying, you're sick. And as a five-year-old in kindergarten, like, you know, that's what I felt like I wanted to be. I got older. And I got you older. start realizing that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got start, older and then I realized. A lot um, of is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was exactly right. I, I realized what the pharmaceutical companies were doing and what it was like for people to get insurance to just get standard care. And it killed my soul. It killed my soul. Like when I realized that was the truth of it. It does, yeah. Um, and so eventually I had kind of lowered my thing from a doctor to being like a medical assistant. And I did that for a little bit. I worked at a gym doing one-on-one sessions with people to help them with like their measurements and their strength and all of that. And that was really fun to me too, because, you know, that's helping people. They were excited for what they were doing for themselves. Um, And then eventually I had ended up in the title industry. That was a random swing, to be honest. Um, But I ended up there and I realized like that was just a turning point there. Like I cannot do this forever. I know I need to do something bigger. I know I need to help change the world. Like, yeah, it's time. (laughs) In your own way. Yeah, and now and now my uh, my website exists, my platform exists, um, you know, and I feel like it's been amazing since I started, you know, like I feel like the original like leap of faith to kind of be like, all right, I got this was a little bit difficult. But then right. after like I woke up and I didn't have to fucking drive to the office. Oh, I was the happiest in the world for like the first two weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. Just over the moon um, i know envy is a sin but uh i kind of envy that you know <laughs> right. well, listen and it doesn't mean you know i didn't have savings i didn't have like anything really planned either like to be honest it <clears throat> just fell like a domino effect and i hit the ground running like <laughs> that's how i feel like i knew that like this is what i wanted to do for the rest of my life like without lost the fear, like instantly. So, so tell me, how did you first get involved with uh, spirituality? Like, was is this like a childhood thing or? Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of an easy one for me. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a, that you've always had, but you never knew how to harness it until now, right? Oh my gosh, that's like speaking to my soul. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and that's a big reason why I post a lot of the things that I post. Like, um, I like to throw in different things. Sometimes it's astrology. Sometimes it's about energy. Sometimes it's readings. Um, but my whole life I've been sensitive. My whole life I've been like an empath. You know, I've been able to, um, be really, really sensitive to all the energies around me. Um, did you realize that, uh, not really everybody is like that or no, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I also did not understand that either. So imagine this. Imagine growing up, okay? And this is the kind of this like story I feel like we kind of play over and over for certain people or just we've heard, right? That some people are too much or some people are way too sensitive, grow thicker skin or to um, not be so involved or not let things bother you. All of these things, right? You know, I got told all those things when I was a kid and- um, I was hard headed though, you know, like I'm an Aries. <laughs> so I'm a fire sign. I'm very uh, hard headed. I like to get things done. Um, and I like to do things my way, you know, that might be a little, just a little bit of how I'm made up. But 
That might be a little bit of uh, OCD, actually. I mean, hey, it could be. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> it, it just gave me, I, I feel like there was a part of me that never gave up, you know, with what everyone else was trying to tell me. Like, if there was things that were wrong with me, oh, maybe I needed therapy, maybe I needed medication. And all of those things can be needed, you know? I'm not to say that there's not reasons for certain things. But, but when I got older and I started to work on myself, you know, I started meditation on my own when I was like 17. Um, and I got really deep into that. I started to journal and I really loved music. So I would write music, I would write poetry. Um, and I started to like unravel my life for myself without having anyone else tell me why I needed to. Mm -hmm. And it was like from there that I grew and had gained control like of what was going on with me. Um, you know, I also reached out to spirit, some spiritual mentors that I worked with at the time too. And they did help me with kind of finding the balance, right. And like noticing when energy might be affecting me and like, Literally, once I realized, oh, this shit isn't mine, oh, it like perfectly like created a, a boundary for me. And it wasn't as much as an issue. You know, I feel like it's I've also had anxiety like growing up, you know, and I understand that completely where some people can feel like that fight or flight is kicking in in at maybe not the right time. Right. It's not but fun. I know that feeling, too. Yes. And it's not. Fun. I overcame it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and it's very real. You know, that's something that some of us can go through. And I have myself. But also, you know, that has to do with your nervous system as well. And I feel like for me in particular, in my experience, it was once I noticed that sometimes those things would pop up and maybe I was getting anxiety or maybe um, I walked into a room and all of a sudden I felt shitty and I wasn't sure why. Um, and then once I would pay more attention and I realized that my awareness was, was higher, that there was things around me going on besides just what I was feeling, I was able to put the pieces together and it wasn't confusing anymore. And once I noticed that, oh, wow, this person over here, they look like they're really upset and I can feel this tension in the air. That's not mine. It's, it's like not really that hard to do, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like I, think, I, I also notice that too. Like, I just yeah. tell, like, God, this person is so stressed, and they shouldn't mm -hmm. have, have to be like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I think the biggest thing about it is the awareness, you know, because if you don't notice that those little things may or may not be yours, then you're always going to assume that it's you. And how else does our brain yeah. try to explain that except for, well, something must be wrong with me. Something must my, be going on with me. That's my problem. My problem is that, like, I'm around people all the time that are, mm -hmm. like, super, super deeply depressed or mm. um, stressed out. Yeah. I, I, I pick up on that, and it affects my mood, too. Mm -hmm. And that get i want to get where i can break free from that yes yes oh i got tips for days <laughs> okay 
that's where I was going with that. I was like yes. asking you for help without asking you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, no, definitely one of the biggest um, tips that I got in the very beginning too. Um, one is to protect yourself with a visual, let's say like energy bubble. Um, it's something I do every day. It's kind of like putting my quote unquote protection on. Um, and it's simply just visualizing that we have this huge ball of light around our bodies. Um, okay. You can imagine it to be diamonds. You can imagine it to be metal. You can imagine it to be concrete. Whatever you feel is the best rule for you. Or if you want to go biblically, you can put on the armor of God, right? Yeah. Hey, any way you feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I personally would really think of this light, though, as a part of yourself. Okay, so that's a part of your energy, your higher self. So when you are visualizing this bubble, you can know that this, let's say I also think of mine as like a diamond, right? Because it's one of the hardest things to break. Um, but it shines my light out and it protects me from any like intruding energies to me. Um, and it's a simple thing, but honestly, like throughout the day, if you remind yourself, just kind of, you know, have a note in your mind that's like, all right, yep, I'm protected. I have my bubble. I'm good. It takes a little practice, I imagine. Yeah, it can take some practice. I mean, I honestly, a while Especially if you're sick of it, right? Yeah. I mean, I would think too, it's, if you like, you can even do like a little alarm in your phone, something like that. You know, when I first, first started, I definitely did have like a little note, like, okay, I'm going to visualize this and, you know, go about my day. But, um, now it's kind of like a constant thing. I'll just do it in the morning and I'm like, all right, I'm good. You know? Um, and that has been really, really helpful for my energy and just keeping myself balanced. Um, I have some more tips. (laughs) Go ahead. It's not only for me, it's for the audience too, right? Yes. All right, cool. So yes, definitely doing that is number one for me all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, Also, uh, definitely how we can put like affirmations out there or um, kind of saying the I am's. Like if we go to anywhere where it's really busy or there's a lot of people, um, I will also just kind of claim and call my own energy. So you know, I'm walking with my protection. I also um, call upon like the angels for my personal like spirit team. So whenever I'm going out, you know, that's a big thing. I always call out to Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, my angels, ancestors and guides, um, you know, to protect me, to keep my energy clear at all times. Um, And literally just calling that out, just putting that energy out into the universe, you know, helps me walk around with much more protection, much more grounded energy. Your head held high. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And then, um, which way, but in a light bearer way. mm -hmm, Yep. And then I do like to wear bracelets. I have, um, like crystals and things. So I have my hematite bracelet is a very grounding stone and it dispels negativity and, uh, blocks negative energy. So I wear that bracelet as well. And I have my, clear quartz crystal on my neck and I have another crystal necklace that I keep other random stones that I can switch out. Um, but I would always recommend using darker stones for protection. So that's like snowflake obsidian, obsidian, hematite, 
Um, you know, a few other stones that are of the darker nature are really, really good for protection. Isn't that interesting how it's like the dark stones yeah. keep you protected from the darkness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know what the thing is too with stones is that because it's a natural form of, you know, what the earth brings us as as stones, they all have different energy frequencies. And those frequencies are what helps protect us from other energies that may be lower or lower vibrating than what that is. For sure. I have, um, I've had a couple of guests and my friend Nico, uh, yeah. who are into crystals and stones and stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah, definitely hematite. I used to wear hematite back in, uh, God, what was it? 2013, 14? Yeah. I thought it helped too. Nice, yes, yes. <laughs> it smells like obsidian. They're my favorite, favorite, favorite. And um, it's funny because I have like two or three, but I actually can't wear all three because then it, it actually like, not drains, but it like bogs my energy. Like it makes me feel heavier and I'm actually not as clear when I'm trying to read. So I actually only wear two at a time. <laughs> yeah, so you know you shouldn't wear that much, right? Because it's kind of like, like, hijacking your system almost yeah just a little bit that's why it's good for i feel like you know there's so many and some of them have different properties um for what you're trying to do or what you're trying to bring to your energy when you're out and about um but that's, those are just a few that i really like for protection sweet yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so now that you've come this far with what it is that you're doing, what do you think is the next step? You're just gonna keep going or do you think you're gonna keep building upon your foundation right now? Uh, I'm definitely gonna keep building. Um, you know, I actually, it's perfect timing because today I actually just added um, energy healing to my website. So I'm now offering Reiki for anyone who needs uh, healing or has stagnant kind of trapped energy in their bodies. Um, you know, it's a really nice healing modality, especially when we're so stressed all the time. Um, and just a little example of what that can do to us. It's kind of like, you know, having a really long, stressful week and then your shoulders, your back, you have headaches, you're getting these pains all over um, and it's all linked to stress. Um, so with the Reiki healing that I'm offering now, what I have on my website is to help bring your body into that natural balance. So that way the energy can flow freely again. Um, and it's like super cool <laughs> because, you know, different from when we have like medications that, you know, oh, your back hurts. So take this ibuprofen, you know, it might still be hurting after your, a few hours and it wears off. Um, the, different with, the difference with Reiki healing or energy work is that it helps bring your body back into balance for yourself. So once the energy is flowing, you're going to continue to heal from that session. You're going to continue to be able to, you know, have that free flowing energy. So there's no more blockages or there's um, more chance of a higher healing speed than with the other kind of, you know, physical prescription drugs we take. The synthetic shit. Yeah. 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 That never cures anything. It just alleviates temporarily. Right. It takes care of the symptom and then it's yeah. back to where you, yep, that's exactly Forget right. The, root of the problem. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's just one thing that I'm doing. Um, I'm also doing meditations uh, locally. So in New Jersey, I have a float meditation that I'm going to be doing in on the 25th, actually, of this month for a chakra alignment. And I also do sound bowl healing. So that is another thing with sound therapy and the vibrations that come from that to help with healing. Uh, is that go with uh, like certain frequency uh, music and stuff like that or? It's very similar. Yeah. I have um, a, what, uh, what is it? I'm sorry. A clear quartz, a clear quartz sound bowl in the F note for the heart chakra. So they all have different ones. You can get a set that usually has the seven chakras. Um, and they're all set to different notes that can help with the frequencies of our balanced natural energy states. So it's definitely deep. Um, but sound therapy has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's something that's really good to use. And it's really safe, too. It's also been hijacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the music, the music industry. Yeah. They, they put the, you know, obviously I'm a conspiracy podcast, right? So. Yeah. We've, we're doing a series now where we're talking about um, uh, the downfall of the Western civilization via the music mm. industry. Yeah. And uh, we did two parts, but we're going to keep going with it because a lot of people are into it. So, right. But yeah, cool. we get all that stuff, like the frequencies that uh, the music industry uses intentionally. Yeah to kind of zombify the masses, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's definitely, tr it's definitely possible, you know, and I wouldn't put it past them that they wouldn't try, um, you know, but definitely that's a big thing. And why I feel like the control aspect of things have been really hardcore the last, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, how many more years can we go back with, having things in place so that way we follow a certain routine or we're in a box, you know, because we are all made of energy. So imagine what we could do with the things that they said we couldn't. Right. You know? Like what if we had, <clears throat> what if we had the, uh, the med beds mm. where we, we lie on the med bed and it adjusts our bodily frequency in all mm. avenues of our body. Right. Yeah. It heals us naturally through sound frequency you know, right. these, these elites are probably using that shit already. You know, right. that's how you have like, yeah. Rossi and yeah. Joe Biden. They're, they're like old as shit. They can't run a country, <laughs> but they're still somehow alive and running a country. Right. It's yeah. like, is that yeah. even possible? Right. I know there's, there's a ton of stuff, you know, and that's why, I, I mean, all we can do in my life and what I hope other other people do is to not be afraid just to speak up you know share what you that's it share yeah. your idea share your ideas share what you're good at you know it i feel like you know now's the time to not worry about well the nine to five necessarily unless you love it if you love it go ahead love it i want you yeah. to be happy with what you're doing but if you're not don't stick around somewhere that's sucking your soul and you're going home <laughs> to be pissed and depressed and then have to wake up and do it all over again. Exactly. And the thing is, is to question everything. You have to question yourself. Like, is yeah. what I'm doing making me, is it really making me happy? Or am I just like, do I have to go travel? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do yeah. that? Do I have to do this? Aside from my nine to five, right. because that is depressing as, as fuck. Yeah. So 
but I have to do all this other shit in order to keep me happy, even mm-hmm. though I'm temporary. 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 Sorry. <laughs> no, <Temporary>. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, you got yeah. it. And, and a lot of that is hard to navigate. You know, a lot of what I had to do, like before I could see things a lot clearer the way I do kind of now, um, is shadow work, we call it in like the spiritual community. Um, of course. And, yeah. yeah. And shadow work is is basically that breakdown of the chains, the the idea of what we learned when we were children and then growing up into adults and figuring it all out again after we have to rebuild what it is that we are and what we want and how to get those things. Um, you know, there's a lot of conditioning when you're a kid, when you're a child and you're told, well, in order to have a white picket fence life, you need to work this nine to five or you need to work uh-huh. this specific job. You need to, you know, or the opposite even, you know, like I mentioned really early, I think that I used to love music and that's still something that is close to my heart. But, you know, when I was a kid, besides the doctor thing, I really wanted to be a singer. And, you know, even in my own family, my own upbringing, it was kind of like, oh, well, that's not a real job, you know? Right, right. That's not something you should really pursue. That's where that's where people, uh, you know, I really don't like it when people say that, you know. Yeah. Because I can sing too, and pretty fucking hey. well. Hey, we got people. Time, people always wanted to like tell me, "Well, you can't do that." Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Taking singing lessons. Yeah. Uh, I have. I kind of, you know. Uh, teach myself by looking at other singers and yeah. learning to mimic them, right? Mm. Proper breath work and everything, right? Yeah. And yeah. Like, people are like, oh, you're not a professional. So it's like, dude, you got to start somewhere. Right. Yes. So absolutely. Thing is, anybody fucking tell you that you can't do something. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine what would happen in the opposite way. What if you had all of the support in the world? How much closer or not even closer I just feel like that confidence that knowing of you know what I have my people behind me would really light your fucking fire and I would be out there you would be out there you could be on stage singing you know right but that's that's not necessarily gonna happen right off the bat so what you got gotta pull that confidence out of yourself yes yes Yep. yep and that's that that's that shadow work you know identifying back to the soul back to who you really are and say you know what no i am good enough i am good enough i deserve this let's go let me tell you this one thing when i was Mm -hmm. when i started because i wrote music in the past and sang stuff and this and that i was in a band when in my early 20s i I was fronting Hey. and um, the thing is, is that no matter how shitty somebody thinks that you are, you're probably way better than somebody else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I've listened to musicians that made it, and yeah. they suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you just got to think, like, dude, I'm way better than that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get it. And, you know, um, one of the things... Okay, that I- for example, sorry to cut you off. No, for example, you- Green Day. Green Day started off with they still play the same three chords in every song and they're still here, you know? Oh man, I love music. It's like so good. And that's like- I'm a huge music fan. 
Yeah, me too. And you know, oh, like I said, like, I just feel like it's so good when I can kind of connect like all the things when it feels like when it comes to energy, like music is amazing. Music is so healing. And it doesn't have to be meditation music. It could be your favorite rap song. It could be jazz, house music, it could be um, metal, like anything. And it just comes when you need that and it hits you in that moment and you can resonate and you feel it in your chest like just for a second this uh, this is amazing like i'm not you a feel, someone else feel feels like this way mm-hmm. when i walk around at work and uh i got my bluetooth speaker on and i'm cranking mm-hmm. like death metal or something <laughs> just walking around with my head held high like yeah you know what i yeah. mean make me want to go kill somebody or anything it's just <laughs> my energy you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> no it's awesome um but yeah so that's like a lot of what i do uh and i also have tons of products like all my website that i make i'm gonna be doing spiritual parties soon um you know like i just think it's really nice to empower everyone okay. and and like have- a tupperware party minus the, the tupperware <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, instead we'll just do like really cool readings and, you know, connect with our loved ones. I got some crystals here, some crystals and rocks and books. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it may be way cooler than that because I, like I mentioned with music, you know, I got to put that that high vibe playlist on, got to get the music right, you know, we leave in as gods and goddesses at the end of the night. (laughs) There you go. Yes. That's awesome. You got it. So, like, what do you feel about, like, oh, my God. Okay. You know what? We should go into the dream thing. Oh, okay. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, actually, on the last show that I did, uh, we were talking about, like, um, like apocalyptic dreams. And the episode was dreaming apocalypse, right? Yes, yes, yes. Ever since I was a kid, like, even before I heard about nuclear war, I never heard about it, but I saw like mushroom clouds and shit in my dreams. And I'm like, yeah. And then I see it later on and I'm like, Oh wow. And growing up, it's like, how is that in my subconscious? Yeah. Yeah. How in there. Right. Even without knowing anything about it. And the more I learned about it, the more terrified I was of it. Mm, Yeah. More. The more now that I'm that I've grown spiritually, I don't think it's really anything to be afraid of. I've had dreams where it's like, you know, we see on the news that there's going to be a nuclear war, and then it's like, I said, okay, you know, these mushroom clouds are going to go off any minute, and yeah. I hold hold the hands of my loved ones. I'm like, it's okay, we're all going to the same place. Yeah, yeah, Nothing I hear that. <clears throat> you know, and now I see, I'm seeing on, my dad's watching CNN all day. He's hooked on the Ukraine-Russia oh, thing. And they're, they're talking about World War Three and nuclear war. Yeah. And for me, if if I was my, my child self, I would be like having diarrhea because I'm right. so scared. What's going know? on? But now it's just, I've brushed it off. Like, it's it's nonsense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's honestly, all fear game. Exactly. And that's what I feel like a lot of it stems from it's just a lot of fear it's trying to keep the control like i just feel like that's such a heavy thing you know empowerment when it comes to empowerment it's like the same thing in the workplace you can choose to 
um, help someone and let them know, hey, you know, something could be changed, something could be done a little bit different. But you're doing a great job. You're doing, you know, thank you for following what we're doing here, whatever it is. Um, Or you could drag someone into your office and say, you did a shitty job. And if you don't change this in X amount of days, you're fine. Right. How, you know, it's like the power struggle of what is going to do the most here. And doing it by fear is not going to have someone happy to come in. <laughs> happy to exactly. do the job Or even feel that they have the confidence to accomplish it. Because then they're just going to be worried about, well, if I don't do this the right way, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of that same thing with, you know, what they present to us in the world, what is going on in the world. You know, if we were to empower everyone to say, hey, we can all make some type of change. We can all do what our best and and make the best of what we have and help each other and actually, you know, bring peace to each other, then we wouldn't have all these chaotic situations going on and people wouldn't be so afraid. People would probably be in that peaceful mindset. Exactly. And that's the thing I say to my coworkers all the time. It's like, every time somebody comes out and criticizes what we're doing, they're Mm -hmm. not taking into account all the factors of what's going on. Mm -hmm. They just see what's not there and say, why isn't this thing happening? You know, it's like, dude, if, Every time you do that, it makes me want to work slower. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. why don't why don't these people get it? It's like, dude, you could come out and say, "Look, I know it's tough right now, but we've got we got to try to, you know, yeah. keep up. instead of like, right, I this You know, it's like, yep, dude, micromanaging is not going to get you where you no. want. No, not at all. As is lower the morale. Like for yeah. instance, the other day, my buddy's like, "If a manager comes out one more time, I'm going home." Oh, and sure yeah. enough, a manager came out. And he said, "I got a migraine. I can't. I gotta go home." Yep. <laughs> yep. What a life. Oh man. Yeah. It's like, dude. They just like sometimes some days they just get on your ass, and it's like, yeah. Why are you micromanaging, dude? Like we're right. working. Yeah. We do the and, same and then- every day. It's yeah. not rocket science. We're going to get it done. Don't worry. Go back into your office and relax. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it also, it just dims people's light. Like some people could be like amazing in something and not be able to share their skill in it at all because you can't do anything extra than what we told you to do. Yeah. You know? But that's the um, thing. Like there's so many factors that they don't take into account before they decide to come out and look around and go, oh, this, 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 and this isn't done. Why not? Yeah. And then they start screaming at you. Not screaming at you, but like kind of like trying to nudge you in the right direction. And it's like, dude, we're trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but oh, you man. don't see you <clears throat> you don't see what it is that we've been doing and that's why this isn't done. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. They don't yep. take into account all the other shit. And it's like, it really discourages you and lowers your morale. And it makes you go, you know what? I'm not mm-hmm. going to work because this guy is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Um, but okay. Back to the dreams, right? Yes. 
So let me see. So I've had quite a few dreams of like, let's say, I guess the end of times or some kind of mass end of the world, something. Um, and Why is it always that? <laughs> right? I mean, it could, if we're talking about it, I mean, this is what we've, what I've seen. Okay. But um, I, mine were always a little bit different though. Right. So I've always had, and this was since I was a kid before like major stuff was in my life. Um, or like events have played out that see, um, you know, maybe like explosions in the distance. I would see though, like extraterrestrials also coming down. To the earth. Um, and for me, basically when I would have these dreams, you know, I would, they would always kind of happen simultaneous of some type of explosions, but then also like extraterrestrials coming down um, and other light beings to the earth. Like that was always a major staple in my dream. And that was like before I looked up anything or like really got deep into what might be out there or what, you know, deeper with my spirituality. Like this is like kid dreams, <laughs> right? single digits. Um, and, but I remember them and I was never afraid I would just remember like being in these dreams and some of them were like just taking us with them. Like we would be boarding crafts and just end up like in this other place. And it wasn't like a normal place I would recognize. Like it was somewhere else, another, um, maybe another planet, maybe another kind of environment altogether that we're not used to. Um, but they were like rebuilding things for us. So it's like a little bit different than being in complete fear for when I had those dreams, but it was very much of the breakdown and then the rebuilding of something. Okay. And that was always like a heavy thing to me. Like, what is it that needs to change or needs to happen? Or what don't we understand um, when it comes to this breakdown of the system or what we might have coming to us eventually? I mean, these are all just things I thought of as a kid. Um, but like, I've had a handful of these kinds of dreams. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is either with me, but every time I have like this terrifying dream, it looks terrifying. Yeah. And the things that happen in the dream are terrifying. Yeah. I'm never scared. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm always okay, but no one else around me is in the dream. If that also makes sense. Like, yes, I exactly. can see everyone running. I see everyone like ducking for cover, trying to hide or like. Yes. And, and you're just standing there. You're like looking around like, dude, it's what okay. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> I had very uh, extremely vivid dreams where like I'm like walking in this field or, or a city yeah and it's like this lightning is just crashing down right at my feet and I'm just looking up and I'm like all right I'm good but everybody around me is freaking out I've had yeah. a very similar dream to that actually with the lightning yeah um, and mine it was it was oh that was one of my lucid ones actually and it was really deep and long and I remember like almost all of it um and basically in this dream you know everything was okay I could see the 
orange in the distance, like in the sky. But I knew that something was wrong because the way that the sky changed colors was way too quick. And I remember when I was looking around that they could feel like people around me could see what was going on. They could feel what was going on. And there was people who started running and I was watching the distance, but I was also watching the people that were in front of me. Then they started all ducking into like this underground mall. And there was like a few other people who were being pulled into the doorways before they locked it. Now I somehow ended up in the mall before they locked it into the mall section of what was going on there were like rooms filled with pods and in the pods there was different things like so there were the pods in these rooms and i've like in the pods there was there were things like experiments or something things that they were working on um and there were like different beings inside some of them looked human some of them didn't um and then there were just people but the people were humans that were on the planet that were like or people who ran in last second um and then they were just all like in this room like talking like they weren't allowed to discuss like what was happening but they couldn't leave each other either like it was the weirdest shit ever i remember (laughs) waking up from that dream and i was like what and Leaving, I ended up leaving because in my dream, I had my family and I was looking for them because that was the other thing. So I was, I knew I was by myself, but I knew my family existed somewhere else and they weren't in the mall with me. So I ended up like sneaking out. And when I got out to the outside, there was this lightning bolt that came and it struck the pavement and the pavement like a huge hole split in the middle of the road and there was just like fire coming from the middle of the floor. It was really wild. Christ. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. I remember it like, like I had it last night. Like I really remember. How long um, ago was that? Oh my gosh. That dream in particular was like at least four or five years ago, maybe okay. six years yeah. ago. Yeah, it's been a minute, but I always remember. And what reminded me was how you said you had that dream with the lightning bolt, because I remember how strong, like it just struck right in front of me. And then yeah. the black the black top just separated. It was wild. That's amazing. <laughs> I remember this one dream. Okay, I, I used to be with this girl. We were together for nine years, right? Wow, okay. Yeah, this is like my <clears throat> from my early 20s to my late 20s and uh uh you know her father was an alcoholic this and that right yeah but uh i remember in my dream it was very vivid and this is like over 10 years ago i still remember i kept yeah. the dream journal and lost it but oh. i didn't really need the dream journal because i still remember all the dreams i wrote in right. there yeah um but anyway um we were in the house and everybody ran outside because like there was a tornado coming. Right. Oh, wow. And this tornado was coming down the street and there was lightning around it. Wow. Right. And her father was like, why God, why do you got to do this to us? Oh my yeah. God. Right. Yeah. And when I woke up, I was like, I, I realized that 
what I felt in the dream. I didn't just see anything, all this yeah. stuff happening. I also felt everybody's burdens upon them in my dream. Like I felt everybody's, like, I felt that like when he screamed out, why God, why it wasn't because of the tornado it was because of like what he was going through in life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like I felt everything, every emotion mm-hmm. feeling within the dream. But it's also because of what I've the knowledge that I gained about their daily life. Right. In my conscious created yeah. that. And it was a storm that they were going through. And the storm represented what they were feeling emotionally. Yes. So yep. crazy, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> no, and that's definitely it too. You know, there's so much that we absorb and that we go through on a daily basis that can kind of go into our subconscious. And when we dream, you know, we we're able to kind of tap into those other areas of things we might suppress or information we hold or, and it's good though, when you take a dive into your subconscious, like that's why I think dream journaling, dream journaling can be like really helpful. And it's actually really interesting just to go back and be like, you know, what did our brains come up with over the last few hours that we were in bed? Yeah, it's like our subconscious can create landscapes that we never thought were possible, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And paint pictures, and that's what art is. Art is, like, all about, like, our subconscious coming into fruition, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And it's kind of scary at, uh, uh, at some points because when you look at the state of the world right now, it's like, if you look deep into how the world is operating and how the governments and how the, the, the higher ups are, you know, creating the reality that they want to create. Right. It, we kind of have to kind of combat that yeah. with our own kind of, uh, you know, positivity. And, yeah. you know, it's that's the light. The light is always like constantly fighting against the darkness yeah. and vice versa. And we have to constantly push against that narrative, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? And I think the the thing is that I, I feel like it's a little different than pushing against. It's more just, okay, if you don't give energy or don't pay attention to something, then it's, in, a, in another sense, not in your reality, right? Right. Because... Like if I'm sitting, like right now I'm sitting at, you know, my little computer desk, right? And I'm looking at my wall. Okay. I'm not looking behind me, so I can't see my kitchen. I know it's there, but right now it's not in my existence, really. That's like the false tree. Oh, you cut out a sec. Oh, you know that, you know how that, that, uh, that saying like, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there, did it actually fall? Kind of thing? Yeah. Right. Yep. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like it's less about fighting this negativity and more about centering ourselves so that way we're all coll- like, it's kind of like adding one plus one plus one plus one plus one plus one until we get to a kajillion. Right. Right. It's, it's building that momentum of, that pureness, that white lightness, that white light energy of positivity and strength, knowing that as a single person, I am able to control me. I am able to control myself. Um, 
and not having to necessarily, let's say, like, rise up together, but more that we're all on this individual mission. And if we all want to collectively do well, then you have to do well on your own. You can't lean on someone else to take up your responsibilities necessarily. You can't really necessarily have someone else make all your decisions. You can't have someone else push you to do the things you have to do on a daily basis. That all comes down to your own discipline, your own um, motivation, your own want and calling to do those things. Um, So that's why I feel like the big thing is more of letting everyone know and waking everyone up to the fact that you are powerful yourself. You can be good yourself. And then when you are able to see that in yourself and you start vibrating at your highest frequency and emanating that positivity, then you start to bring that same energy back into your life. You'll start to see people match your energy. And if they match your energy and you're at your highest frequency, then it's all positive energy coming back to you. And it just builds and builds and builds till it's this undeniable force that doesn't have to push or pull, but just is. And it just, just is. is bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that darkness. Jeez. Yeah, it's, I, I, I always like um, interpret it like, you know, we are all like a pebble in the ocean and we all give off the ripples, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, butterfly. Yeah, it's gonna ripple out. It's gonna catch on with other people, like Mm -hmm. just that 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 simple saying. Like, if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. It's like if I if I don't love myself and what I'm doing, then that's I'm gonna be in a in a boatload of shit. You know. (laughs) yeah well and also kind of like you mentioned earlier you know if somebody let's say is having a really rough day or they're angry or they're in this mood right and they're near you and all of a sudden like you could be having a great day you could be like oh my god you know somebody just paid for your coffee you just had a great walk in the park and then all of a sudden you know this dark storm cloud comes near you and starts raining on your sunshine you know, it's not going to make you feel really good just because someone else is near you, not, you know, embodying their highest self, let's say. Like um, pig pen, like pig pen from Peanuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, so exactly. okay, here we go. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of that. That's why it's so important. If we all take care of ourselves, then we can kind of see how we would all be t- And it's not having to, you know, put burdens on ourselves or carry more than we can carry, but it's taking that responsibility for ourselves. So that way, you know, you can have a good day. I can have a good day. And it's okay for, you know, not to always be in the happiest energy or always the best energy, but also to understand where your boundaries are and other people's boundaries are. For sure. Mm-hmm. that's a big part of it. it like getting to know people around you is a big yeah. of it because you can you can always tell like okay this guy's always a fucking negative guy you know yeah, yeah. so maybe i kind of you know get my energy out a little bit more and uh kind of try to brighten their day a little bit better you know yeah 
yeah, exactly. And that kind of take the, the negative and turn it into a positive. Mm-hmm. And then also because your cup is full and you are taking care of yourself, you have the energy to extend that. You have the energy to offer some kind of healing or just an ear. You know, we can, we don't have to make the decisions or um, you've pressed people to uh, have our same opinion or make people do certain things. But even just that understanding, you know, having empathy for someone else can give them a second to make their own choice. To I'm, turn it always, I'm always that guy that's like, dude, if you ever needed an ear, I'm here. Yes, yes. And, you know, like in a system where we can't be heard, like that is so big. Just And for- a lot of people don't like, you know, they don't want to talk about their, their shit because they don't want to burden anybody. And I'm like, dude, right. That you can vent to me any fucking time. Yes. I mean, you, you know? Yes. Well, yeah. And we've all been there, you know? Of course. Had different experiences that I'm sure haven't been the best. And maybe some were. But we can all relate on some level when it comes to having different emotions and, and living, being a human being. We all know what that is like. Yeah. Um, you know? And I, I can wanna- definitely tell you, though. There yeah. are some people that you can just not break through to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's because. It freaks me out. It's like. Yeah. Like, and that's where you got to have your boundary because. Yeah. Constantly right. on the negativity. And it's like, dude, have you not learned anything from what I've been telling you? Mm-hmm. Did you learn the lesson? Yeah. The, the, the main mm-hmm. thing I've learned from that, from people like that is that there's probably an underlying mental illness that they really need to get help with. Yeah, and just understanding. So much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, that's it's a big deal, you know? And I can't stress it enough. It's really, like, really digging deep in yourself for everyone, really, to figure out what those things are, like, what needs work. You know, it's okay to acknowledge and feel and go through those things. A lot of times, like as a society, I feel like we're so used to stimulation. We're so used to distractions, you know, from actually paying attention to what's going on with us. You know, it's just like a constant thing every day. And it's like that moment of silence where you're like, you can actually hear yourself think. Um, it can be uncomfortable sometimes because we don't always want to face what's in the back of our mind. Or of we, don't always, we don't always want to um, take a look at the things that might need our priority or, you know, because it, it's not easy, right? It's, it's definitely a journey, a challenge sometimes to work through things in our life and why we feel the way we feel. And that's why we're we're totally always these days on sensory overload with all the mm-hmm. uh, things that we're distracted by, right? And we don't have time to. We do have the time, but we don't want to pull away from those distractions mm-hmm. to get more inner self and work it out to do the shadow work. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's another thing about control. <laughs> right. It's like it all goes back and forth. It pings between. Are you? We have this energy. We have this power. We have this this inner um, strength with, within us, but they don't really want us to know that. 
So they then throw all of these distractions and these things to take up our time and these reasons that we shouldn't pay attention to ourselves. Because, I mean, how amazing would it be if we, we could, you know, be like these monks that are in the caves, you know, and like really I'm you. for ages and surviving? Like, you know what I mean? There has to be something more. It looks like, more fucked to be a monk, but honestly, they're probably way better off than we are. Yeah. Oh, I'm you know? sure. <laughs> Live simple. Yeah. You know? Like, that's probably the best thing for us, but we just don't want to do that because we are so hooked into the Matrix. We're yeah. so hooked into all these distractions, you know? Yep. And I'm guilty as fuck, you know, for doing yeah. it well, but I'm trying, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're going to get there. Listen. Yeah, we, will, we will. I <laughs> I got the meditations. I got your guidance if you need it. And definitely that empowerment for you, you know. Um, I just want you to believe that too for yourself. And I know you do. I also want to just say, like, I think it's awesome that you have your podcast and that you do the work that you do every day, um, you know. And who cares if you piss some people off, right? Because it's your truth and you're doing Oh, yeah, you I'm beyond do. I'm beyond uh, <laughs> of people uh, thinking about uh, if I'm a liar or this and that. It's like no. spreading misinformation, quote unquote. You know, right. Like the whole Instagram thing. Like I saw this one post today where it was like, uh, it was a meme about gas prices. And oh, the yeah. The fact checkers fact checked gas prices. Oh. Like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? So it's gone from COVID. To the, oh, to the gas prices now. Oh wow! It's just unbelievable to me. And the the, the Supreme Court uh, took the fact checkers in, and the fact checkers admitted that it's just their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not, yep. not a fact. It's it's all opinion. It's an opinion mm-hmm. checker. Wow. Yeah. This, this is really misleading people. Hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a it's lot crazy. of stuff out there. It's a lot of stuff. We are definitely living in the inverse, inverted uh, planet that, uh, you know, quote unquote, Satan wants, right? <laughs> yeah, I think we created this, you know? It's all it's all about... It's all a gigantic ball of mm-hmm. confusion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, thankfully, I do feel like there is a turning point, you know, like, I think people are becoming more aware of what kind of power they possess. And they do are starting to realize that, you know, fuck everyone else sometimes, like, you need to do what's best for you. And if it's in your highest good, and it's making you happy, then it's most likely going to be giving some kind of happiness or some kind of service to other people. And it's as simple as that. If you are loving it and you're doing your best, there are other people who will love what you do because you're doing your best. I could not agree with you any more than that. (laughs) That is like amazing. I love it. That's the wave like people need to get on. It's like, dude, just do what you're fucking like. You don't really necessarily have to be good at it. But know mm-hmm. that something against the grain, right? I've always been a, a, a guy that's been against the grain, you know? 
Yeah. Like, I would, I would, when, even in like kindergarten and grade one, grade two, whatever. Yeah. I would, I would, I would be in the schoolyard uh, reading uh, <laughs> Metal Edge magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like, Everybody else was listening to pop music, and I'm like, "What the fuck yeah. are you guys listening to?" Right, right, right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I hear you though. I hear you. Yeah, hear and you. it's like I've always went or right when everybody was going left or vice versa. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, honestly, that's me too. Whatever, you know. It's like, ah, it's crazy. It's just crazy <laughs> to me that like people don't think anymore; they just go along. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? It gets boring and tired, and then things start to break because, you know, there's going to have to be new ways of doing things, and why not love each other for doing it? I mean, instead of shaming the guy that wants to do something different for once, why not fucking congratulate he decided to be brave enough, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yep. It's like we all have to be the we all have to pull the sword out of the stone like King Arthur, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For our truth, let's do it. Oh my God, I love it. This is We're a all... good conversation, Debbie. <laughs> I'm telling you, my show. This is where like I get to talk to people that I have no fucking clue who they are, and then I get to yeah. connect with them instantly. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the best. Oh my gosh. I cherish it. It's definitely awesome. So it's you're going to my- have me on your show again, right? <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> I love it. All right, cool. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay, well, we can wrap it up now. It could be a little short show, or if you have anything else to say or talk about, we could do it. Um, I would love to, but I also have a six-year-old. So that's another part of my life story. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm a business owner. I'm an energy healer. I am a clairvoyant. I do card readings and I help to help the collective. But I am also a mom and have to do the house things. (laughs) There you go. And before we go, let uh, the cartel, which is my audience, I call them the cartel, uh, let them know uh, where they can find you at. Plug away. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm B with B Really Channeling. So you can find me on Instagram. That's B E E Really Channeling. Uh, and I'm on YouTube with the same name. And my website is www.bereallychanneling.equid.com for all your spiritual tools and guidance. You can find me there. Links shall be in the show notes, people. Woohoo! Thank there you, you Davey. Thank you so much. This was awesome. This was awesome. I can't wait to talk again. You too. Same here. Okay, cool. Well, you have a good night and uh, let the creator be blessing you uh, in many many more ways than one. (laughs) (laughs) Sending you all the light and love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Cartel, for listening to episode 47 of the Red Pill Cartel. This is Nigel the Goat speaking. Davy, don't tell me. Don't tell me what to do, okay? I'm taking over, okay? Okay, you got it, you got it, you got it. <laughs>
Yes, so uh, I would like to thank uh, the lovely bee, the beautiful bee, for coming on this episode uh, tonight. And uh, I wish her most success in uh, what she's doing from breaking free from the Matrix, you know. And I would also like to uh, ask you, Cartel, to uh, donate to the GoFundMe. Not the GoFundMe, sorry, that's over with. Uh, the, uh, you know, the Patreon. The Patreon. Patreon. Donate to the Patreon. Become a member. Subscribe, you know. Uh, donate to the Patreon so we can get the laptop and uh, get better mics and better shit for the show, you know. That's pretty good, Nigel. I think they, I think they got the hit. <laughs> what do you tell them about uh, the coffee? Oh yes, the coffee. Uh, the coffee. The Owl Creek coffee. Uh, you know, you go to owlcreekcoffee.com and you put in the. Uh, you do your shopping for the coffee and you uh, put in the promo code uh, Cartel15, C A R T E L 15, when you cash out and you get 15% off of that shit. Yes, Nigel. Good shit. Good shit. Move on with it. Sorry, Davey. I like to do this Elthorough thing, you know? I know, I know. Keep going. So yeah, you uh, you put in the uh, promo code CARTEL15 for the coffee and uh, you get 15% off of that bitch, you know? Okay, moving, moving forward, right, Nigel. Let's go, let's go. Okay, sorry, baby. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, CARTEL, for tuning in once again. And we really love you and appreciate you for always listening to us. And uh, no matter how fucked up this shit is, you know... Uh, we live in the fucked up world, you know, so uh, fuck me in the gotas, you know. Nigel, why do you gotta be so aggressive, dude? Sorry, sorry. Uh, I just, uh, I love the cartel and uh, uh, I really appreciate them, you know. So thank you for listening to my stinky goat breath. And uh, you you guys have uh, peace, love, and happiness, you know. Goodbye for now, cartel. <laughs> <laughs>